everyone. Welcome to Gilmore Girls. In today's episode, we'll be recapping Season 1, Episode 8 of Gilmore Girls. My name is Karishma, and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, Jaina and Anusha. So, what did you guys think of this episode? I liked it. I thought it was a really good episode. Um, it was done really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite episodes, um, mainly because it's the introduction of how Lorelai loves snow and she's like all crazy about it. So I love that whole concept and that's the only reason why I love this episode. <laughs> um, overall, the whole entire episode's really nice and everything, but that's like one key factor of mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool how it was centered on snow too. And then like two major things happened, like one with like Rory and her grandparents and then Lorelai and Max. So yeah. it's interesting because, mm-hmm. like, um, before we started recording, I was telling Anusha that, like, every scene was very short and there was, like, a lot of back and forth, yet they were able to fit so much into this episode. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we dive into our recap, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And we're back. <laughs> Jaina, so can you walk us through the first part of the episode? Yes. So this is the first time we're introduced to a town hall meeting, which um, is amazing at Spurs Hollow. (laughs) So um, they start out with the mayor talking about like the anniversary of Spurs Hollow's like battle. Um, And while this is going on, Lorelai and Rory are just waiting for Luke to you know, pretty much outburst. Um, and he does make, like, a huge outburst where he's just, like, almost making fun of the 12 men that were had to, like, wait because um, who was coming? Like, someone was coming. Yeah, it was, like, some battle. <laughs> yeah, it was some battle. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much, like, 12 men were, like, staying up all night thinking that, you know, there was going to be, like, someone attacking them, but no one really showed. But anyways, they have this tradition that they will do, like, a showing of this every single year. (laughs) And Luke is just not for it. So he was getting, like, pissed. He was like, there's no need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And Lorelai and Rory were having a great time just listening to this happen. Um, (laughs) What did you guys think of that scene? That it was so hilarious, like Luke's burst of anger and Lorelai and Rory just sitting there enjoying the show. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you can totally tell he does this every year because they knew exactly when he was going to break and when he was going to outburst and he did exactly what they were thinking. So I love that. And I love town hall meetings on Gilmore Girls. So I love how this was the first one uh, that we got to see. Yes. (laughs) So then we move on to the scene where um, Lorelai is sitting at her living room and she's just listening to a voicemail that Max left. Um, and this is the famous one I think that all three of us like where she says, <laughs> it's Max, Max Medina. <laughs> Max Medina, Max Medina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, she keeps listening to this like over and over and um, she can't get enough. And then Rory wakes up and comes, and she's just like having a conversation with Lorelai, like you know, um, it's so cold outside, and like the weather's changing. And then Lorelai says, "I smell snow," 
(laughs) (laughs) and um she's so happy about this like she's like you know all the good great things like have happened to me while it's been snowing or like the first time it snows and everything so um Rory is making a plan with Lorelai how they're gonna like go outside um tomorrow at midnight because that's gonna be the day that it's gonna snow a lot and they're gonna like I think have like coffee and donuts together and it's just gonna be this like little cute moment um and I really love that I thought that was like so cute that the mother and daughter do this and I love how Rory kind of just like goes along with Lorelai's like obsession with snow yeah but um, then we move on to the next morning where Lorelai goes to the inn. And um, Michelle's, like, making fun of Lorelai because of the whole, like, being overdramatic about the snow thing. <laughs> um, and then in walks Rory with Lane. And um, they pretty much just, like, walk into the kitchen because Rory wants to get some Rocky Road cookies for Dean. Um, meanwhile, Lane is trying to tell Rory some important news about some, like, band member, um, that she has a crush on, but it seems like Rory's pretty, like, preoccupied with her, like, own thoughts. She's, like, thinking about something else and pretty much kind of, like, ignoring Lane, almost. Um, what, what did you guys think about that? Yeah, I I think, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think Rory's in that phase where you know she's like she has her first boyfriend and she's kind of like you know leave her friends behind and you know it's all about the boyfriend and I don't know I I think she should have paid more attention to Lane yeah I agree I think um it's it was really annoying to see how Rory kept like dismissing Lane when all she was trying to do is like talk about this boy she liked and Lane has always listened to Rory, especially, like, she listened to Rory when she was first um, liking Dean and, like, trying to, like, uh, get his attention and things like that. So it's, like, you would think Rory would listen to when Lane was trying to do the same thing. But she was too, like Anusha said, she was too preoccupied um, with the fact that it's her first boyfriend. Yeah, definitely agree with both of you guys. Um, So then when... Rory gets the cookies from Suki. Um, Lorelai and Suki kind of mock her for bringing cookies for Dean. So I thought that was a like cute moment. Um, and then Lane and Rory go to the bus stop where they're gonna meet Dean. And again, like Lane's trying to talk about her like band partner crush, and Rory's just like ignoring her. Because, like, Dean comes by and then she gives him the cookies and it's this whole thing. So then Lane just, like, ign- like feels ignored and she pretty much just leaves, making up, like, some excuse that she has to, like, get to class early because she doesn't want to, like, be late or she has a reputation as never, like, being late or something like that. Um, but, yeah, and then we go back to the inn where Lorelai actually sees the first snowflake. She is super excited about this <laughs> until... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, like, losing my face. <laughs> <laughs> She's super excited about this until Emily calls, um, saying that, like, the roads are, like, horrible and there's no way that she's going to be able to come. So then Lorelai knows that she's not going to be coming to Friday night dinner, but Rory's actually being 
picked up from Chilton by her grandparents. Um, and Emily pretty much just confirms that, like, Rory's going to be staying for the night. And um, they'll be having, like, Friday night dinner, just the three of them. And Lorelai says, yeah, that's okay. Um, you guys have fun. Because, like, the roads are so terrible, she's not going to be able to make it. Um, what did you guys think about that? I think it was um, interesting how they were like, oh, well, yeah, the roads are going to be so bad because of the snow. And then, like, later on, they show the roads and, like, it didn't look bad, <laughs> you know? Um, and, like, for some context for our listeners, like, all three of us are from, like, the Chicago suburbs. So, like, we've seen our fair share of snow. <laughs> so, like, seeing, like, a few snowflakes or, like, whatever they had later on in the episode, I thought that was, like, really funny. So, yeah, when <laughs> whenever yeah. I watch the scene where they're like, oh, no, the roads are going to be closed. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. I, I always laugh. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the same thing because isn't this like where is this supposed to be like starts in Connecticut? Yeah, yeah Connecticut. Connecticut. Like, I'm sure it snows heavily there all the time. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That's why I was surprised. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, that doesn't look like enough snow to like close everything down. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like they were so like freaking. They were like freaking out about it. How Emily was like, yeah, I'm gonna pick up Rory, and then like. Then she, like, comes into the room and she's talking to her mom on the phone about, like, how she's not going to be able to make it um, to Friday night dinner and all that. And I just thought it was funny because, like, like Karishma said, later on you see the snow on the road and it is not that much. I know. <laughs> they were treating it like it was, like, a, another polar vortex or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, with that, I'm going to pass it on to Karishma. All right. Um, so speaking of snow, now it transitions to nighttime and it's snowing, you know, quote unquote heavily. Um, and uh, the 12 guys in the war reenactment are going to the town square and um, they're like kind of reprimanding Luke, saying that uh, he should be ashamed of himself because his father was a reenactor. Um, but Luke, of course, as Jaina had mentioned in the meeting, he is not for the idea. Um, and Lorelai, of course, is taking her first walk in the season during the snowfall. And she explains to Luke why she loves snow. And it's, it stems from the fact that when she was a kid, she had an ear infection. And then the next day she woke up and she saw snow. Um, and she thinks like that's why snow is magical and it's like a present to her. Um, and Luke is basically like, uh, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> he doesn't really care. Um, but Luke explained to Lorelai that his dad was very, like, passionate about the uh, war reenactment to the point where he even, his dad was buried with his musket. So it meant a lot to him. So it's kind of interesting to see the fact that, you know, it meant a lot to his dad, but to Luke, he, he kind of doesn't see a purpose to it. Um, and then uh, we switch over to Lane, and she's also outside with the rest of the marching band. Um, outside of the school and her crush whose name is rich he bends down to get something and lane oh my god i always like get secondhand embarrassment whenever i watch this episode but um lane instinctively she like reaches down and brushes her hand in his hair <laughs> and um he looks up at her like what are you doing um 
And she, of course, gets really embarrassed and she runs away and everyone's staring at her. So, yeah. Um, What did you guys think of that scene? (laughs) I actually have a side story with that. I remember back in high school in in my chemistry class, I think it was my sophomore year, there was a girl that sat um, behind me. And I think I'm pretty sure she had a crush on this guy that sat next to her. So (laughs) he like bent down to get an eraser to um pick it up but he dropped it and she just like touched his hair oh my (laughs) god (laughs) and he's like why did you do that and she was like i don't know oh my god i just thought of that one during the scene oh my god she pulled elaine kim (laughs) she did (laughs) that's so funny i love that Yeah, I always get secondhand embarrassment. I'm like, oh my god, Lane. I know. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like hilarious the fact that she did that because she was not not thinking at all. And then like after she realized what she did, she was freaking out about it. She's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what did I do? And he looked like mortified as well. He's like, um, yeah. <laughs> who are you? Why are you touching my hair? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so um, then we switch over again to Lorelai, and she continues walking, and guess who she runs into? She runs into Max Medina, who, yes. left, who left a great <laughs> voicemail the other day, um, and they both smile at each other, of course, and she walks over to him, and it turns out Max uh, had his car breakdown while he was trying to drive home. So uh, since he was there for the night, um, he and Lorelai decided to finally go out on a date because, as you guys remember earlier, um, they tried to go out on a date, but it wouldn't work because uh, Lorelai had a prior commitment because of Cinnamon's Wake. So they decided to make it up then. Um, And then we switch over to Friday night dinner. And this is the part, especially in the episode, where we switch scenes very quickly. So each of these scenes is about like a minute long. Um, But we switch over to Friday night dinner and Emily is yelling at someone on the phone, of course. Um, And she's freaking out that their cook can't that night because of the weather outside. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And (laughs) Emily says like, oh, this is the only uh, this is the only proper meal this child eats all week. (laughs) 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 Which I started uh, laughing at. Um, and, of course, she's referring to Rory. And um, Rory suggests that they go to check out the fridge. And Emily and Richard are just like, what? The fridge? What are you talking about? Because, obviously, they don't cook for themselves. Um, so they find a frozen pizza in the freezer that their maid had left there. So Rory says that she's going to make it for dinner. And um, Richard and Emily are just like, oh, that's hardly dinner. That's more like carnival food. <laughs> Um, But Rory's like, okay, leave it up to me. Like, I got this. Um, And then we go back to Max and Lorelai, and they have picked up some food. And they have a short conversation about whether or not they've been married before. And Lorelai explains how she's never been married. Um, But Christopher, when they were in high school, did propose to her. Um, But, of course, she didn't accept it. And it was primarily because of the fact that they were still, like, 16 years old. Um, But yeah, they have this like little conversation to get to know each other and they're having a good time and walking. And then, of course, we switch back to Emily and Richard's house and Rory goes upstairs to Lorelai's old bedroom and she's looking at this photo album of Lorelai's and she finds this photo strip of um, Christopher, who's her father, and Lorelai together. 
And um, it was the photos of them when they were, like, teenagers. And right then, um, Rory gets, like, a message on her beeper, which back in the day, people used to carry those around um, to get messages. Um, But I'm assuming the message told her to call Lane. So she calls up Lane, and Lane's at Rory's house. Despite the fact that no one's home, Lane still got in. Um, And Lane is like, Rory, you're never around when I need you. And Rory says, you know, I have to go to my grandparents' house on Fridays. And Lane is pretty much, like, frustrated with her. And she's like, I know. And she's talking about, like, everything Rory says. Like, I have to go to my grandparents. I have to go to Chilton. I have to meet Dean. He needs his cookies. (laughs) I can't find my books. (laughs) Um, And basically, she's saying that Rory also never listens to her. Especially the fact that Lane is in love with this guy and she touched his hair. And the entire conversation, Rory is very confused. Um, she's like, oh, whose hair did you touch? Who's that? I, what, what are you talking about? Which clearly shows she was not listening to a word Lane was saying mm-hmm. to her earlier. Um, and Lane tells Rory that she probably wouldn't have touched his hair if she could have just talked about her crush with Rory and had been there for her. Um, and Rory has, like, everything while Lane has nothing. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. What did you guys think of what Lane said to Rory and of this scene? I thought I think. Was... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jen. Um, I thought she was just like really frustrated, and she's coming from like a place where, you know, she really only has Rory to talk to about these things. She doesn't really have any like other friends. Um, And, like, Rory definitely, like, has her mom to, like, talk about different things, like, boys and stuff. Um, Lane is just, just Lane. And so I think she's very much frustrated that the only person that she can talk about all these things to isn't there for her while she's always been there for Rory. Um, She's probably also, like, upset, like, that Rory does have more things going for her than Lane does right now um, in this situation. So it's just frustrating for her because she really doesn't have anyone to talk to or someone that can be with her at this moment. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Lane is just feeling a bit left out and she feels like she doesn't have, she's losing Rory. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think that's a really good point, too. Like, the fact that Rory only has Lorelai to... Or she has Lorelai to turn to as an option, whereas Lane only has Rory. Um, Because it's not like Lane can go to, like, Mrs. Kim and talk to her about this stuff, right? No way. Uh, She doesn't... No. (laughs) As we learned in the last episode, we recap. That's definitely a Um, (laughs) no-no. Yeah, and she doesn't have any other close friends. So, yeah, it totally makes sense why she's really frustrated. Um, so switching scenes again. So quickly, Emily walks into the room and she's like, oh, Rory, come downstairs immediately. The stove is buzzing. <laughs> and Rory is like, that's the timer, Grandma. <laughs> and Emily <laughs> and Emily says that she's like, I know it's the timer. I just don't know how to turn it off. So they go downstairs um, and uh, we switch scenes again to a local movie theater in Stars Hollow. Um, where Lorelai and Max are watching a movie and I thought the movie theater looked really cute and cozy because it's literally just like 
a few couches and like a table and a screen like it's not a traditional movie theater um and Lorelai and Max kiss and they're having a good time and then we switch scenes again um to Friday night dinner and then we see Emily, because uh, the pizza's now ready. So we see Emily trying to cut her pizza with, like, a fork and knife. And um, Richard, surprisingly, really enjoys the pizza. And Emily is, like, still very hesitant about it. But Rory is like, here, let me put Parmesan. And um, she's like, oh, this is my mom's secret. It makes all the difference. And I was thinking during the scene, like, that's pretty basic to put Parmesan on a pizza. Like, that's not new, but okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Emily ends up really liking it. And during this, um, when they're really bonding together, Rory brings downstairs a photo album that she was looking at earlier. And they go through the pictures together. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to pass it off to Anusha. So, can you tell us what happens next? Sure. Um, so as Rory and her grandparents are um, looking through the photo album, uh, they come across a picture of Lorelai in a white gown. And Rory asks them what the occasion was, and Emily and Richard kind of look at each other with this look, and Richard tries to change the subject, and Emily says, oh, that was for her debutante ball for her coming out party. And Rory asks, um, mom had a coming out party, and Richard just stoically says, no, she didn't. And it's clear that something happened at this event and they don't like thinking about it. And Rory just looked very confused. And Richard walked away from the table saying he has some business calls to make. And Emily walks off into the kitchen saying she'll get coffee, leaving Rory alone in the dining room. So what did you guys think about this little scene and how Emily and Richard acted when they saw that picture? Well, it seemed like clearly it was very um, awkward for them to even bring up because of the fact that uh, Lorelai got fitted for the dress and then clearly they did have some sort of disagreement. And we'll learn more about the details of that, I know, in a future episode. Mm -hmm. But um, it was pretty clear, like, it was when she was 16, which is when she got pregnant with Rory. So that was kind of probably a really um, sore spot for them to, you know, think about and bring up. Uh, for the time mm -hmm. yeah it was definitely like a bad flashback that they had to like not a happy time in their lives for sure yeah definitely but then we cut to luke's diner and it's snowing really hard and luke is looking out of the window at the war like the reenactment guys just standing out in the cold freezing so Luke brings them all hot coffee, which I thought was very sweet of him. You know, another example of like the stoic, you know, guy who pretends he has no feelings, but he's really like a sweet guy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he and the leader of the group, Harry, I think his name was, he refuses. And Luke says, Harry, you're freezing. Just take the damn coffee. <laughs> and Harry still refused and said that their forefathers stood out in the snow many moons ago and they didn't have any coffee. <laughs> and Luke was like, how do you know? Do you have written documentation about what sort of beverages they did or didn't have on the long historic night of standing? <laughs> and I thought that was a really funny line. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, like, they agreed to take the coffee and Luke hands out the rest of the coffee to the guys. And then as he's handing out the coffee, he sees Lorelai and Max um, walking outside. 
and then he sees them kiss, and I feel kind of bad for Luke because he looks so sad. Oh. <laughs> so then I know I felt bad for yeah. him. <laughs> so then Lorelai and Max walk up to Lorelai's house, and Lorelai seems like she doesn't really want to invite Max in, and she tells him that she didn't really think this thing out about inviting a man over to her house. And that she has really strict rules about dating and she keeps that part of her life completely separate from her life with Rory and that Rory comes first. And Max tells her that he completely understands and says that if she invites him in, all he expects is a cup of coffee and nothing else. So Lorelai opens the door and invites Max in and asks if he would like some coffee. So they're in... They're in the kitchen, and um, Lorelai's making the coffee, and Max asks if he can help, and Lorelai tells him he can fill the pot. So he asks if six cups is good, and Lorelai says, sure, but what are you going to have? And again, <laughs> like implying how much caffeine Lorelai consumes. So then um, things get a little intense, and Lorelai and Max start making out and um, start to head towards the stairs to go up to Lorelai's bedroom. Um, so they're at the foot of the stairs making out and all of a sudden Lane walks out of Rory's room and starts walking towards where Lorelai and Max are. And Lane sees Lorelai and Max and she just stands there for a couple of seconds not saying anything. And Max notices her and then um, t- tells Lorelai that, um, how many kids do you have again? <laughs> and Lorelai says one and she turns around and sees Lane. And Lane says she was there waiting for Rory and that she'll go back into her room and won't come out. And Lorelai tells Max she has to go in there and make sure Lane's okay. And Max tells her it's all right and that he'll finish making the coffee. So um, Lorelai walks into Rory's room and Lane's just laying on the bed and blasting sad music. And she asks Lane what's going on and she tells her that Rory's stuck in Hartford because of the snow. And she asks her if she wants to talk and that she's not Rory, but they share the same blow dryer. (laughs) So essentially they're the same person. (laughs) Um, So Lane starts to tell Lorelai what happened and tells her she did something really stupid and that she touched a boy's hair and that her hand had a life of its own apparently and she can't ever go back to school and that she'll have to be homeschooled. And um, Lorelai tells her to look on the bright side, that she has so many years of growth ahead of her, and that this is a trial run to really grown-up humiliation. Mm-hmm. And jokes with her, saying maybe she should be a hairdresser so she can run her hands through anybody's hair and they'll pay her for it. <laughs> um, she then tells Lay not to worry so much about it, saying everyone does um, stupid things in high school. And um, Lane says, oh, but not like this. And Lorelai mentions her getting pregnant in high school and being the talk of the school. And she tells Lane everybody screws up, but it's what you do about the screw-ups and how you handle it. And tells her that she's going to be fine. And obviously Lane felt very comfortable talking to Lorelai about this since she couldn't talk to her own mother. And I think it's nice that Lane can confide in Lorelai. What do you guys think about how Lorelai handled this situation with Lane? And how do you guys feel about Lane having Lorelai as someone she can talk to? Even though she's like her best friend's mother. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. 
Sorry, go I ahead. I thought it was really sweet of Lorelai. Um, and she definitely considers Wayne as a daughter. So um, it was nice that they were able to have this conversation because Wayne definitely needed someone to talk to at this moment. So it was sweet. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Um, yeah, and I also like how Lorelai was very relaxed about like Lane uh, just being in her house and feeling comfortable enough to confide in her, as you said, too. Um, and the fact that Lane is kind of like a second daughter to Lorelai as well. And the fact that she, um, Lane kind of like takes stock in like Lorelai's opinion and her advice. So, yeah, I thought it was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then um, Lane asks Lorelai who that man was in the hallway, and Lorelai tells her he's Rory's teacher, and Lane says that he has nice hair. <laughs> um, then Lorelai walks out, walks back out to Max and tells him that Lane is going to stay there tonight, and that she had a really bad teen day and she needs to crash somewhere sympathetic. And Max says he understands, and Lorelai tells him that he, could, um, he can stay there tonight as well and that the couch is very comfortable. Um, so it's the next morning and Lorelai wakes up to the sound of, um, Roy's car pulling up and she quickly puts on her shoes and grabs her coat and runs outside to meet her. And she's all frantic and Roy's like, you have something to tell me. And Lorelai's like, wow, you're so smart. And Lorelai tells Rory that she's got a boy in the house and that nothing happened and he slept the whole night in the couch and that... Rory knows him and she even likes him. Um, so Rory walks inside the house and then both Lorelai and Rory are just standing over Max while he's sleeping on the couch. And Rory whispers, it's Mr. Medina. My English teacher is on my couch. <laughs> and then Lorelai says that it was the snow and that it's like catnip to her. <laughs> and Rory just silently walks into the kitchen and Lorelai follows her and asks her how she feels and Rory says she doesn't know how she feels and says that she feels weird and tells Lorelai she she kind of did expect her to date him but she didn't expect to see him there at the house in the morning and then she says she doesn't remember there ever being a man at their house and Lorelai tells Rory that she wanted to keep all this stuff separate from her and that um, that still stands and that this was a one-time thing. And Rory tells her that she can bring guys home and that she wants her to be happy. And um, Lorelai says that when she does bring someone home, she wants to be sure that it's the guy and um, says Max might be the guy, but right now that it's just her and Rory. Um, what did you guys think about this scene and about um, Lorelai's rule about keeping her dating life separate from Rory? I think that makes a lot of sense because of the fact that, like she said to Max the night before, she doesn't want Rory to feel like her life can just change in a moment's notice. Um, so I think it makes a lot of sense why she wants to keep it separate unless it's something that's going to be more serious. Um, and of course, in this case, she she did have to like tell Rory about Max because he is like her teacher. Um, but I thought it was really good and also nice for both of them to have this conversation because it's like a necessary conversation for them to have as well. Um, so I think it was good that they were able to like let their opinions out and come to like some sort of a uh, compromise. Mm -hmm. For sure. So then um, Lane walks out of Rory's room into the kitchen and 
Lorelai goes out to wake Max up so Lane and Rory can speak alone. And Rory tells Lane that she tried to call her, but the phone lines were dead because of the snow. And she apologizes to her, saying she's been the worst friend lately. And Lane tells Rory that um, she has this really great life going and that she doesn't really fit in there. And Rory tells her that that's not the case and then she totally fits in with her life and that she'll be better. And Lane came first before Dean. And then um, they agree to meet up at Luke's later to catch up with um, what's been going on with both of them. Um, and then Rory's, uh, Lane leaves and then Rory sees um, Lorelai and Max talking and laughing. And then Rory pulls out this film strip of Lorelai and Christopher when they were kids and she was just looking at it. Um, she, it kind of looked like she kind of was hoping that Christopher and Lorelai would get together, but she kind of lost hope when she saw Max at the house. What did you guys think about that? Uh, I thought it was um, sweet, but also sad, <laughs> you know, like you mentioned. Um, you can kind of tell, like, what's going to happen in the future, almost. Um, but it was... It was an interesting moment that we got to see for, like, the first time. How everyone, like, feels about each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, like, I, I understood where Rory was coming from because it's, like, she probably wants, like, her parents to, like, get back together and so that they could be, like, a solid family unit, um, which is something that Rory never really has had before. Um, but, yeah, it's, like... At the same time, Lorelai is enjoying herself with Max. So um, both perspectives, I think, in this case are valid. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, so that was kind of the end of the episode. Um, we kind of fade, scene kind of fades out. Um, what did you guys think of this episode? And um, what were you guys' thoughts on Max in this episode? I love how Max was such a gentleman. Um <laughs> And he was just so sweet to Lorelai, and I love the fact that he actually was able to see Lorelai um, in Stir's Hollow, because that's, like, the place, like, that's her own domain, you know, like, going outside of the town and, like, meeting up is a different environment than, like, Stir's Hollow, because Stir's Hollow is its own little, like, country, I would say, you know, it has, its, like, funky rules and things, and, like, people are different, um, I think when you go and especially like they think they meet near where Chilton is and the people are different and everything. The environment in Stars Hollow is just so different. So I'm glad he got to see that side of Lorelai and just like the whole town. And I thought it was really nice that he had a car problem, which is funny, but um, I guess they needed to fit that in somehow. But overall, I love the episode. Like I had mentioned earlier, the whole snow thing is great. And funny thing, after like seeing that episode, so for the first time I saw it, I think I was like probably in junior high or something. And I love that concept. So I think I use that concept in my mind. Um, where I'm like, oh my gosh, the first snow. And I literally like, do the same thing Lorelai does nowadays. Um, I'm just so excited. Um, and honestly, guys, I hate snow for people that don't know me. But um, just the first snow is magical, I feel like. The rest of it can 
you know, not come for all I care, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I, I'm totally in the same camp with you, Jaina, because I hate snow a lot. Um, And I think it's probably because we get it pretty bad here that we're probably all like, nope, I hate it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I think the way that Lorelai really frames snow is so like magical Mm -hmm. And she's, like, so convincing about it to the point where I'm like, huh, snow is kind of magical when you think about it, even though I really hate it. So, yeah, I like the fact that it does that. And one thing I really like about this show is the fact that a lot of the episodes are kind of whatever season that they're set in, whether it's, like, fall or winter or spring, like, it's very much like that episode. Like, for instance, the last episode we um, recapped, it was a very, like, fall type of episode. Whereas this one was a very, like, beginning of winter type of episode. So I like that about this show a lot. Um, Yeah, in terms of Max, I agree. I think that it was great how he was very respectful to, like, Lorelai's boundaries of being like, okay, yeah, I'm not ready to, like, you know, take our relationship to that level yet, but you know, in the meantime, you can like crash on the couch or, you know, do that. Um, And he was like very respectful of it. He didn't like try to, you know, try to convince her or pressure her or anything. Um, And I think overall with this episode, again, even though there was um, only like mainly two or three storylines in this episode, it was very well done. Um, And I think, it was interesting to also see the progression in Rory's like relationship with her grandparents as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I actually kind of like snow, um, but but not when it's like bad and like the roads have to be shut down or everything. But um, I'm kind of like Lorelai where I think like snow is so magical and um, I just love like watching snow fall and everything. So <laughs> I'm kind of like Lorelai in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a really nice episode, and uh, Max was really sweet, and he he's he was such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, so I think that about wraps it up. Thank you guys so much for listening, as per usual. Um, in our next episode, we'll be discussing a topic in the Gilmore Girls community, so stay tuned for that. You can check us out at our website. The link will be in the show notes. And you can also find us at Gilmore Gals Pod on Instagram. And if you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with friends who enjoy Gilmore Girls. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.